Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill. Ma- Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. There we go. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Because I'm going to be honest, I barely paid attention to that. That was just ugh, a slog. The end I found hilarious. I thought the last two minutes of that game were captivating, challenging the empty net goal. Uh, taking the penalty on the empty net that got overturned on the offside, Giroux getting the goal, giving up the empty netter. They had to take like five unnecessary face-offs in that one to end it. Oh, just a a great way to end a a useless shit game. Uh, Let's just – I don't care. I really just don't care about individual games anymore. I'm glad they lost because it's just one more – just one more game that they don't get any points in, and no points means better draft lottery odds, and that's all I'm looking for at this point. Like I've said time and time again, I'm not in hoarding assets mode anymore. I'm not. We need all these draft picks. We need all these prospects, blah, blah, blah. I'm over that. Time to move forward. However, however, (laughs) since they've thrown this season away, you might as well get the best possible player in the draft because why not? They need more dynamic players. This is a free way to get one. Doesn't cost you anything other than a meaningless season you've already thrown away anyway. The fans are already apathetic. Might as well give the people who are paying attention something to look forward to, which is this June's draft. Um, That's all there is to it. Uh, I, I don't care about anything other than that at this point. So Bottom line to me, they're a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, a couple of days, a couple of months closer to getting Hughes or Kako or Cousins or whoever the hell uh, they end up getting, hopefully in the top five of this upcoming draft. Let's turn it over to you and see what everyone said. Hey, Bill, this is the Van Halen show. Yeah, if you guys want to talk about Van Halen, I'm all in. Uh, I'll just give you my quick Van Halen takes the best version of Van Halen. Uh, is is Sammy Hagar doing DLR songs. That's the best version of Van Halen you can get. Who cares? At this point, I'll just take a G-slam dunk. Yeah, that was fun. You got to see a G-rocket at the end. That was a good time. Only watch the games for your post game at this point. I really, really appreciate that sentiment, and um, thank you. For, for for tuning in and making me feel like my life has meaning because guys it's uh this season's uh it, it's an existential crisis like if the players don't care and the fans don't care who the hell am I doing these shows for but every night you tune in and uh, I'm not gonna do Van Halen takes all night I promise um, uh, you know you guys tune in and, and seem to at least enjoy my antics. And as a, uh, a person who fancies himself more an entertainer than anything else, I, 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 find, uh, I find solace in the fact that people are at least somewhat entertained by my bullshit because certainly none of us are entertained by what's going on uh, on the ice when the guys in orange and black play. 
Speaking of orange and black, what's everyone think about those uh, stadium series jerseys? Have you seen the leaks? They're kind of a take on the um, those Quakers jerseys that that leaked in 2012, but never for the 2012 Winter Classic, uh, but never came to be. Uh, I would have really liked them to lean into those Quakers jerseys, go with the stripes, but as are, I kind of dig them. Uh, just a simple orange and black. The Flyers have two colors, and it's orange and black, and they they leaned into that. Kind of almost an opposite of the um, the black ones. I don't know. I dig them. A lot of people are hating on them, and I get it. They're different. Um, see, the thing is, to me, the Flyers have one jersey. The Flyers have one jersey. Well, two, but it's the ho- the regular home and away they have right now are basically the Flyers' only jersey combination. You know, it's their only – It's they've had different variations throughout time, but when you really look at what they've had, they've had the white, they've had the orange, and it's basically kind of just been a shading difference uh, over all these years. Uh, I like that they're going in a, a, just something different. Um, but I always say this is, you know, I, I, Jesus, I'm so bad with the – this is the this is what makes the Flyers the Flyers. If you're watching, I pointed. If you're listening, I pointed to the uh, the logo on my hat, and it has the big flying P. It's a different color, which I think is cool. Um, I, I dig the jersey. I realize everyone's just gonna hate on anything the Flyers do at this point because they're worth hating on as a team, but just as a jersey, I think it's cool. Thoughts on the hot mic comments from Keith Jones and Jim Jackson. Um, if it wasn't on purpose, it's disappointing for them just because, like, they don't want that shit out there. And I think those two do a good job. I have a, I don't have a relationship with Keith Jones, but I know the guy. We're cool. Uh, I don't – it's not the best thing in the world for him. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter. Keith Jones is freaking hockey broadcasting in the U.S. at this point. Uh, he's the man. J.J., he's I, – I really – I'm a big fan of J.J. Um, and here's the thing. Not one thing they said was incorrect, you know. It's I'm I'm I, I, my very first thought was this was one of those planned gaffes. This is one of those oops, not really though. Uh, like kind of a, I don't know, from one side of the organization maybe pressuring another. Whether it's um, kind of like the comments from the Stars CEO saying that uh, Ben and Sagan are fucking horseshit, but everyone knew it was coming and hoping uh, it would light a fire under the locker room to all rally around and uh, rally against, come together as a team and rally against the CEO and management. Maybe this is one of those, oh, not even our broadcasters are against us. Let's rally around it. But it just hasn't become a story the way that did. And, you know, it's hard to hear uh, Johan, uh, if you follow him on Twitter, I'm blanking on his last name. Um, Gartner, I think maybe, but if uh, he cleaned it up a little, uh, you can hear it you have to listen with headphones, but, um, you know, not one thing he said is untrue. And I, I, I agree with everything they said. This team doesn't care enough. They do need a shakeup of the core. It is embarrassing that they come out and not give a shit at home. Like all these things are true. This is like the worst stretch, just the most apathetic everyone's ever been. And I re- I, like, I come on here and I try to bring the energy and whether it's positive or negative, I just try to have something for you guys because we're all hockey fans and we're all Flyers fans. And when the team is good, it's hard to hear Flyers talk. So I know the people who love it are dying for it no matter what. So I try to bring it. But when you look at it as a whole, man, the organization is just shit right now. And uh, it's just one of those things. So. 
The Stadium Series jerseys perfectly capture the season. Fucking garbage. I like them, John. I like them. Why can't Power Play 2 enter the zone without going offside? Just awful. Why can't uh why can't Power Play 1 score a goal? Like I don't give a shit about Power Play 2. If Power Play 1's at 20% like they're supposed to be, but they're not. So Sweet Daniel Bryan shirt. It's you can't see it as well here, but it is it is falling apart. It is cracking and dying. Watch part of the game at the bar and the bartender felt bad enough about having they watched the game that he bought my first round. That's yeah, if you The jersey is exactly what I expected it to be. I dig it. I'm glad they didn't make any crazy blasphemous changes. Yeah, I'm just glad they leaned into orange and black and are kind of going with... It's different without going completely away from what, I don't know, like the Flyers' look is, if that makes sense. Bill, the problem is the fans care more than the players. They could care less about this year. And that's just... um. You know, when you fire your coach and you fire your GM and not in that order, uh, that's just kind of the way years go. It's it's a shame. I wish the players gave more of an effort, but at this point, I don't, because then they might take themselves out of this advantageous draft position. That jersey goes good with McKenna's mask. McKenna's mask was the highlight of tonight's game. I was really hoping for, um, <clears throat> I was really hoping uh, for like a huge Ovechkin game, so at least you could see something cool from him, or like for Tom Wilson to do some weird Tom Wilson stuff, like have two goals and two fights. Uh, but we didn't even get that. It was just like another eh, whatever game. I like the jersey, just hope the whole uniform isn't all orange. Oh, you see, that's where you and I differ here, Michael. Or who said that? Uh, John Snazzington. Yeah, there we go. Good name. Um, I I really hope they lean into absolute ridiculousness. Orange shells, orange socks. Uh, even the gloves and helmets, if I had my way, would be orange. I would go so hard into the ridiculousness because – these outdoor games are ridiculous, and the Flyers' season is ridiculous, and your primary color being orange is ridiculous. So I just want to lean into the hideousness of what these uh, full uniforms could potentially be. Um, I wish the jerseys had more stripes on them like those Quakers leaks. That's one thing I do wish, just a couple thinner black stripes rather than just like the base. I'd rather get my dick caught in a mouse trap, like a really strong mouse trap, so the skin comes off, uh, than watch this shit show. I disagree, Jamie, but I know where you're coming from. Officially second in lottery place. We got to start losing to the Sens. We're not that far out, fam. Need to implode this team. They'll figure something out. At least Limblom seems to be playing better. Limblom, you know, give everyone a chance. Just play play guys up. I want Giroux to get a phantom injury for the last month and a half of this season. Like, screw it. What's the point? 
Why have the extra tax on the only guy that should be here next year? Like, I, eh, I, I want all the young guys, whether they project as NHLers or not, to get a chance because what's the difference? Give guys a shot. See what happens. Have a base. Have a base of what you're going to come back with next year because if you come back with this same group next year, nobody's going to care, including me. They aren't bad enough. Uh, they lost 10 in a row last year. Show me more. I agree. They need to be even worse. I'm really looking forward to this streak getting to 10. Losing 10 in a row like this, could again, could just be it's, – it's really, my God, what a team. What a team. Magic 8-ball, will the Flyers ever win again? Probably not. Plans on getting a t-shirt from Pritchard's podcast. He'll eventually call you if you do. I never got a call for, uh, I bought a fuck Dave Meltzer shirt and that never came. Um, or uh, that the shirt came, but I never got a call. That was a while ago at this point. Uh, and I ordered an, I'm a Conrad Thompson guy shirt. Uh, and like in October and I just emailed pro wrestling tees about it. And they're like, Oh, there was a glitch in our system. We lost your order. We're sending it to you with some other free stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. Just kind of wish I had my shirt. I do this thing where I wear wrestling shirts on every show. We're going to have some variety, but, you know, it's whatever. If they wear orange helmets, I'll like them more. That would be a sight. Exactly. Lean into the ridiculousness. Look as hideous as possible. I'm going to be wearing an orange tuxedo at the game. They better look sillier than me. Can Nick Foles play hockey? You know, something tells me he can't. Would you be disappointed if we didn't get at least a top two pick this year? Uh, just based on everything I've seen and heard, the top two picks are where it's at. So obviously you want one of those guys, but... They just need more. They just need more dynamic talent, and a pick anywhere in the top five, top seven, whatever, is um, it's 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 just it's a free talented guy. You know, it's um, it doesn't cost you, doesn't cost you any money. You don't have to give up any assets for it. You just draft him. It's given to you. So yeah, it'll be disappointing if they don't get a Hughes or a Kako. Absolutely, especially considering. We all have to sit here and watch this shit for like 39 or whatever more games, whatever the hell it is. Um, it would be nice to have a, a really good payoff for that. Uh, but I, I know how the lottery works. The lottery is built to disappoint you. Just look at what has gone on with the Sixers all these years. Uh, look at when, what went on in 07 when you know the Flyers win 22 games and end up with the second pick. Um, the Flyers get all the way up to two in 2017, but – Nolan Patrick hasn't been close to paying off yet. Uh, the lottery is built to disappoint you in a number of ways, but um, I'll just be happy with anything that isn't like a 10 or 10 or higher pick, you know, like just give me that, just give me that six, seven. I'll be fine with that. Obviously I'd rather one or two, but top five, I'm cool all the way. I'm digging the flyer stadium jerseys. Me too, David. LOL, I will never look at mousetraps the same way again. 
It's going to be a color rush, all orange and all yellow for the pens. I'm here for it. Make it look dumb. Make it hurt people's eyes on television so they're adjusting their screens and, like, the ice is straight up neon green. Like, that's all I want is for this to be a goddamn shit show. Like, the ice, can you see this, should be this color. No, you can't really see it with the light. Yeah, it should be, like, neon green. When is AMAC coming back? His leadership is sorely missed. Bring AMAC back as the head coach. We need it. We need his intangibles. What did I just click? I just clicked something. We have enough draft picks. We have enough assets of depth guys. You need more dynamic players. You need to go out and buy some. You need to go get a Panarin. You need to know, go get a Stone. You need to go get a Duchesne, uh, trade for a Sagan, whatever it is that comes up. You need to do that too. But they suck already. So just cash in on having what should be a very good player. It's, I don't care about anything else, but since you suck already, they're going to give you one of these picks. Might as well get one. Lose every game but the stadium series. I, you know, I, I've paid so much money to see all these goddamn outdoor games at this point. It would be nice if they won one. It would be funny if they won the one uh, in the one year where they were absolute shit. That would be kind of funny. I'm here because Bill said it was Van Halen and wrestling. What do you want to talk about, John? We can talk about anything you want. Bill, you guys need a T-shirt with your mug on it. Uh, we had some shirts. You can get a uh, over at Breaking Tea. There's a Carter Hart shirt we have up that's pretty cool. Uh, it was something we did with them. Um, where was ours? We had a couple of shirts. Like with, I broke the mug Kelly got me. But it was like this design with the four of us. Uh, we had a couple of different things up there. Bring up Vorobiev. Bring up Vorobiev. Why was he sent down in the first place? Um, he just was ineffective after his first two games. It was fine to send him down. But at this point, he should be playing. NAK should be playing. Myers should be playing. Friedman should be playing. What's the difference? Find out about these guys now. Let's just see what they have. If we can pencil them in the roles for next year, that's good. At least this season had some meaning. Let me just scroll down here, because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not going to do this for too long tonight. Is Kingpin Laterra still on the team? As far as I know, uh, he hasn't been waived or anything. I think he's just, like, kind of hanging out. Moran, Moran, Moran. We'll see Moran, in, you know, when he's healthy. Um, like I said, I think just last night, my guess is right around the trade deadline, he'll be uh, doing a conditioning stint in the AHL. And then after the rosters expand, following the trade deadline, he'll be up. Uh, and hopefully he plays and plays well because 
my God, he was a first-round pick in 2013. I just want to see this guy. I don't even care if he sucks. I hope he's good. I'm a big fan of his style of play. I wish we had a guy like him who was that big and just mauled people, denied zone exits. I hope he's everything he can be. But even if he sucks, I just want to see him because, Jesus Christ, he's been in the organization forever and has played like three NHL games. I'm just, I just want to see him. Wouldn't it be better for these kids to get called up and play for their old coach? I, maybe just in terms of familiarity. Jesus. Maybe just in terms of he, he's familiar with them so he can put them in roles where they're, uh, for, you know, where they're comfortable and he knows how to use them a little bit. But I don't take much stock in that, you know. Maybe. If you put that picture of your head behind you on a shirt, I would buy it in a heartbeat. I'll put it up online and see if anyone else takes if, if I only sell one, I'll know it's to you, David. Do you work for the Broad Street Hockey website during the day? Sort of. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is my job. This season might keep me interested if they start calling up some more youngsters. I want to see Myers and Moran specifically. Moran will be here when he's healthy. Myers should already be here. Um, there's no point in going through the rest of the season without anyone else. Do you think Fletcher is still evaluating? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely evaluating. That's like his job. He should be evaluating everything every single day. I mean, that's that's like what he's here to do is make evaluations. If everyone's healthy, who starts a net for the outdoor game? I mean, the networks and the league better be better demand it's Carter Hart. If, if I see fucking Mike McKenna or Michael Neuvert in there, that's going to be a disgrace. Bill, you may have the toughest job in Philly sports media. How can you find shit to talk about every night? This team is brutal. Uh, this is not uh, – maybe in Philly sports media because sports media is, like, a fun, cool job. Um, it's I, – I, are you listening to this show? I don't find stuff to talk about. I just blab on and wait for someone else to say something that I can comment on. It's a really, really good format. Honestly, the uh, – the podcasts are much harder when I'm just asking the other questions. Uh, when it's you guys just making comments that I get to react to, it's the easiest thing in the world because I always have a take. Bring back the laser puck. You know, Mark, I, I assume you're kidding because that thing was like a joke when it happened. But I have to believe, given today's technology there'd be a way to like actually make the puck glow so it's easier to follow for like casual fans because that's the number one thing if you grew up watching you grew up playing there's an element of anticipation in, in, to watching hockey you kind of know where the puck's going to go next you know uh, if if you're new to the game the number one thing i hear is it's hard to follow the puck um and I have to believe with today's technology, they could make it easier. Whether it's like a glow or just making it darker or whatever, uh, there's something to doing that. 
You know, I don't think it's the craziest idea in the world. <laughs> Is that what a waiver goalie looks like? Yikes. I mean, Michael Neuvert would have had the exact same night. Like, Alex Lyon probably would have had the exact same night. Crapo for Kako. I'm going to pronounce it Crapo because I think it's funny. But it is Crapo for Kako, but that doesn't rhyme. I think since the Flyers are an abomination, these post games should be changed to the Bill Matt show for the remainder of the season. Just give me an hour. Just give me an hour of airtime to talk about. Oh, my God. I wonder how long it would take for, like, Steph or someone higher up at SB Nation or Vox to like catch on to what I was doing and just be like, you can't go on and talk about goddamn pro wrestling and Van Halen every single night, Bill. Like, no, no one cares about the bouncing souls except for you. (laughs) That would be fun. But I I wonder if anyone would catch on. That could be a fun experiment. Maybe in like March or April, we'll start doing that. Bill, prime candidates to sell. Simmer, Jake, Gudis, Raffle, who else? Anyone you can get, like, useful talent for. Anything you can get anything for. I got two guys who are off the table, and it's Drew and Carter Hart. Um, I don't want to trade TK. I don't want to trade Provorov. I don't want to trade Ghost. Like, I'm just saying, if you get a good return, why not? What have they done, really? You know, I don't want to lose these guys. I'm not saying, oh, give them up for Matt Ellison. Do it now. No, that's that's far from what I'm saying. I'm just saying there are like basically no untouchables here. Jonesy said in the pregame the Flyers need a veteran D man to help mentor the young decor. AMAC is irrelevant. Yeah, they need yeah, in the top four, they could probably use a veteran. Um but a good one. That's whenever we hear veteran presidents, we automatically just think, oh, it's someone who sucks. And usually it has been with this group. Like, no one ever says Drew and Simmons are, are veteran. But, like, those are the guys who – and Simmons is no good this year. I'm just saying overall. But, like, those are the guys who should be leading. If you had one of them on defense, that would be fine. And they could use one of those guys. Absolutely. You always need a veteran or two around to help these young guys because it's really hard to play in this freaking league, as we're seeing. Um, But Radko Gudis isn't good enough to be that guy. Bill helps Kelly with Black Ops assassinations during the day. Something like that. We might see movement soon because the Phantoms are off until the 11th and the Flyers are off tomorrow. At the very least, we can wave some of the guys, bring up the kids. Hexy wouldn't play. That would be nice. Any chance Wade Allison or Frost make the team over guys like Raffle, Wheel, and Simmons? I mean, all of them are pending free agents, so... Those spots will be open. I would love to see Wade Allison make this team. I would love to see Morgan Frost make this team. I would like to see anyone who wins the job in camp. Camp should be a wide-open competition. Nobody has earned a job. Nobody. Camp should be a wide-open competition. If, if, if German Rubstov comes in, wins a job, he gets it. If NAK comes in, wins a job, he gets it. If goddamn fucking Greg Carey comes in and wins a job, he gets it. it should ju- this is an open competition. <laughs> 
what happened to Quenville? Wait for the All-Star break, get a real coach. I, they just – he doesn't want to work this year is my guess. It's He he really never had a, a plan of working this year. They said, oh, maybe after the holidays, but he's getting paid the remainder of his $6 bucks to sit on his ass, and that's what I'd be doing as well. Um, I never – really thought he'd be coming here until after the season. Uh, when all the reports came out, obviously there's excitement, but we don't know. Those reports were leaks, and we don't know the context of those leaks, you know? Like, oh, the Flyers are going to hire Q. Well, how do we know they didn't sit and make a deal with him? You know, he comes in at the end of the season, or they were talking with him and it fell apart after it got leaked or whatever. You know, it's it, they're going to hire a coach. It just doesn't make sense. Who would want the job right now? It's a team in free fall. Who would want the job? What would you say Nolan Patrick is good at? He definitely has a long way to go. Um, up until recently, I've really liked his two-way game. I thought he was a good back checker. Um, you know, he's pretty decent in the face-off circle, especially considering his age. I often, you know, say that's an overrated stat, but I think it's just something to judge. Uh, he's, he's good at it early, and a lot of guys aren't. It's going to take a while to develop, no question about it. I am down on Nolan Patrick, especially right now. Uh, I still have faith he's going to turn out to be a pretty good player. Uh, but, yeah, right now he's not showing any of the skill set he even showed at different points last year, whether it was his vision or distribution. Um, his shot looks weaker uh, than anything I'd seen previously. Uh, he he has a lot of work to do. Um, some guys take longer. That's all. You can't give up on a second overall pick. You just got to kind of ride it out. Um, you have to figure out what this guy's going to be because – he was dropped into your lap. Again, it was, it was, it's found money. You had the 13th pick and you ended up with the second. Um, it's, it's disappointing. Absolutely. I, it's, he struggles with a lot of things, but uh, up until recently, I thought he, he, he had a very good two way by two way. I can't even say two way. He had a good defensive game because two way implies offense. Um, I, I thought this year he was playing, Better than his numbers, but now since and since he's come back from injury, no, that is not the case at all whatsoever. Gudis is good at picking things up and putting things down. You know, I am disappointed. Gudis is not a good fighter. He should be a lot better at fighting. I'm going to propose this Nolan to the AHL thing uh, tomorrow on BSH Radio simply because I want to hear the reasons why not. Um, I've, been, I've been against it up until recently just because, like, just play him in the NHL and he gets to learn a different lesson every day. Um, but now I think the dude just needs to go find his game, gain some confidence – and he's not going to do it up here. He's just getting his. He's just getting beaten up a lot of nights. Um, he's just not contributing whatsoever, really. But I'm going to propose it on the show tomorrow when we record. I believe we will be recording at seven thirty. So um, 
yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right here on the Facebook Live uh, at seven thirty, and then the show, you know, will go from there, and then it'll be up on the podcast feed as usual. Bring back the pants only orange for yo. Oh, if they wore orange Cooperalls, that would be so sweet. Oh my god, orange! I would buy a pair of orange Cooperalls. Oh my god, that is such a good idea. You really complaining about the first round pick that? My God, they sent to the Caps where they took Carlson. I mean, we then flipped Eminger for Matt Carl, and we're Stanley Cup contenders. Like, I'm all for using your assets wisely, but I'd rather be a Stanley Cup contender than have John Carlson 10 years from now. Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like I, I'd rather have a Stanley Cup contending team. It's just me. And all the other moves, all the other moves Holmgren made, you're going to look at that one. Like, all the shit he did from 07 to 2011, which made the team a Stanley Cup contender, you're going to worry about Steve Eminger. Like, everyone swings and misses. That's the way it goes. I don't think Patrick can go down till next year. He's 20, isn't he? Yeah, he turned 20 in September. I don't see why he couldn't go down. Do you think Patrick would have played better on the Devils if they picked him first? Is it Patrick can't develop with this team, or he just isn't as good as everyone thought? I have no idea what he'd do with the Devils. He'd probably have a better shot if he was playing with fucking Taylor Hall in an MVP year. Um, but I just think he's going to develop slower. Some guys develop slower. That's that's just the way she goes. Uh, no one likes it, but I, that's that's all I can tell you. Some guys take forever. Some guys are good right away. There's all sorts of different development paths. It's not linear. It's you can't compare anyone to anyone else. That's just the way it is. I would love Nico Hishier to be here and be a goddamn 50-point player already and, you know, all that. But I, it's just not the way it is. Yeah, come on, man. Now, just call him the third guy. Just don't even say his name. Just call him the third guy in Van Halen. All orange gear would be pro appropriate since they move about as much as traffic cones. Exactly. We get to make those jokes. There'll be all sorts of photoshops and fun stuff. Why wouldn't you want it? It's It could be so much fun. It'll be the best thing in, on the internet. What's up with Drew? Elaborate, please, Bill. I don't think anything's up with Drew. He's... Giroux, best player in the team. What's odd is Patrick and Limblom looked like they had chemistry early on this season. Now he just like he can't wait to get the puck off his stick. Yeah, I I think he really, um, I think he he's really hurting for confidence right now. And 
I don't know if a stint in the AHL would further hurt that or if playing against lesser competition would allow him the opportunity to gain a little confidence and try some things and then work his way back up here. But I, letting him drown, I, I don't know. I, I see it both ways. I do. I, I do see it both ways. Um, I, I, I have no idea what they should do with Patrick other than you can't give up on him. That's all there is to it. Who are some top UFAs this coming July? Uh, the guys I have my eye on, Eric Carlson, Artemi Panarin, Mark Stone, uh, Matt Duchesne. Those are, those are the guys on the top of my list. Bill, are you going to the outdoor game? Absolutely. Wouldn't miss one. AMAC started the drug war. See, that's not fair, guys. Bill, what would you make the goal song for this team? Uh, nobody likes what my goal song would be. Uh, my goal song in any situation would always be Maxine Nightingale right back where we started from. Uh, the whole crowd would get into it. It would be a folk classic, just be the greatest thing ever. Nobody ever seems to agree with that. So I always say I don't care what the goal song is. The goal song I want to hear is the goal song that plays a lot because that means the team scores. If the team scores a lot, I will like the goal song no matter what because it's a celebration of a goal being scored. I don't give a shit what they play as long as it plays four times a game. What is the point of going after free agents? To sign them to make the team better. Is there, like, more to that question? To get better players than they currently have so that you score more and stop more goals and win more games. Um, like, you know, going after Danny Briere. You know, good idea. You know, get to the Stanley Cup final go to an Eastern Conference final, be at the top of your division every year. Like, that's the reason to go after good players. Bring Duke back for goal song after the All-Star break. Fine, that's cool. We don't have a third better setter than Patrick, and that's a problem. That's absolutely an issue, but at this point, the that isn't more important than Patrick. This season, not more important than any guys you're invested in. Uh, so I, you know, um, I understand leaving him up here and letting him sink or swim and just saying, figure it out, kid, uh, but he just needs some, he just needs to gain some confidence right now. Okay. Lose for Hughes. I mean, they are. They don't have to tank. They're just bad. Bill, do you think there's any chance they jump? They dump JVR this early in his contract? He might be desirable for playoff teams. 
most playoff teams have a good foundation, and I don't know if anyone's willing to take on you know, four more years of any contract. Like, it's hard to trade somebody with that kind of term. Uh, I'm not looking to dump JVR right now. Like I said, nobody's untouchable. I'm, I'm not really all that attached to anybody here outside of Drew and Carter Hart. Um, but I, I don't uh, – I don't see anyone having all that much interest just because of the term that's left. Uh, and I think when you have more good centers, because right now they have one guy who can play effectively at this level, and it's it's Sean Couturier, and he does not fit at all with JVR. JVR is an offensive-minded goal scorer. Having him out against number one centers, which is what would be the case out against first lines when, uh, when Couturier is on the ice, doesn't make sense. Also, you've decided Claude Giroux is a left winger. I would play him on the right. And uh, maybe put someone else on that left side, but I still don't think it should be JVR. Um, I guess maybe, I guess maybe if you had Giroux on the right with Couturier, you could put uh, JVR on the left. But I just don't love him playing first line minutes. Honestly, I like him in an efficient role with a with a middle six center who drives play and can set him up to score goals. And you put uh, JVR in the first power play. That's that's how you get the most out of him. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be – there's so many pieces that don't fit. There's just not enough pieces that complement each other. I really think they have um, – it looked like maybe they had something with the Lindblom, uh, Patrick, Voracek line at, at points this season. I still like the potential of that line. Um, I don't know how much longer Jake Voracek's going to be here, though. Uh, we'll see if, if Patrick and Limblom are a good fit, you know, down the line still. Uh, but outside of Couturier and Giroux, I don't see many guys who complement each other. Like Couturier is excellent at moving the puck from the defensive through the neutral into the offensive zone. And Giroux is great once you get into the offensive zone. So you have two guys who really complement each other. Um, I, I don't see that kind of, uh, that kind of chemistry in terms of just what guys do well um, between many of the other players on this team. That's a long-winded answer for no, I don't think that they're going to try to move JVR. But then again, uh, nobody's untouchable. This team clearly has, has, has a lot of issues, and if you can get something that improves this team elsewhere for the guy, take it easy, Jim. I think he meant, what is the point of free agents if we are trying to get a top three pick? Well, you get the pick for the results this year, and you sign free agents after the draft. So you already have that guy. Like, you've already drafted him once you're signing the free agents. Like, you, you need more – you need a lot more good players. This team is bad. They're in last place. It's not about one guy. Like, you know how they got JVR and then also signed Danny Briere? Like, do that. You know, they went out and got Hartnell and Tiemann and Jason Smith and Joffrey Lupul and Scotty Upshaw. Like, do that stuff, too. Has a team that finished in last place ever won the Cup the next year? I mean, the Flyers went 22-60 and 60 and went to the Eastern Conference Final. That's the best I can do for you off the top of my head. 
The lack of a competent 3C was a hexy deficiency. The lack of anything anywhere outside of what he already had is a Hextall deficiency. Listen, I liked what the guy's plan was. They very much needed someone to come in here and clear out the cap space and not give out any bad contracts um, and acquire... Uh, acquire assets, get all the prospects, all the shit that he did. They needed somebody very badly to do all that. But at a certain point, you can't neglect the NHL product this badly uh, and not expect eventually for this to be the result. When everyone says, oh, it's been the same team this whole time, there's no energy because they've just been mired in mediocrity. Well, this is what happens when everyone just kind of thinks they know the end of the story, they put the book down. And when the players put the book down, they fucking lose a ton of games in a row because that means they're not trying all that hard. And it's very clear that this team is not trying nearly as hard as they were in the second half of last season. That's evident. It's obvious. Looks like Comcast's desire for a quick uh, action to fix the season. We're back to the Hextall patient improvement theory. I don't think that's the case. I just think it takes multiple. You don't do something just to do something. That's how you get into Paul Holmgren trouble. Well, that's how you get into Bob Clark trouble. You need to make moves that make sense. And right now, every GM in the league is looking at Chuck Fletcher and going, he's going to do something dumb. If we wait it out, because like you said, everyone thinks, oh, they're back to the old flyers. They need boom, 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 boom. Let's do things. We need action. We need excitement. They're going to wait for us to try to do something just for the sake of doing it, and that's when we end up with Milan Lucic's contract. And that will be bad, fam. Um, you need to wait until there's a willing participant who's coming in in good faith, looking for a move that will benefit both teams. Uh, everyone's trying to win a trade, but you need the idea of we're not going to try to steal from you. Like teams go to Edmonton looking to steal from Pete Chiarelli. Uh, you don't want that because then you have Connor McDavid and a whole bunch of trash. Um, and we don't have Connor McDavid, so we wouldn't even be in the playoff race if we started making Edmonton-style moves. Um, I, I, you need to wait this out for the deadline. That's, that's when things get done, when you have deadlines. And then you go into the draft with all the assets you have, and then you go into July 1st with all the assets you have, and you improve the team from there. There really isn't a way to do it right now. That said, some things are heating up. Don't really know what exactly is going on in Dallas. But I definitely call and say, what's up with Tyler Sagan? Um, reports out of Carolina are they're looking to move Dougie Hamilton. Well, okay. What do you want for him? These are all moves that they should be checking in on just because this team needs very badly an infusion of talent. Now, it all depends on what the return is, what the asking price, all that shit. But this team needs an infusion of talent, and there will be guys available at some point. If a playoff contender pays something for AMAC, I will laugh. Oh, man, just cross your fingers, man, and hope Edmonton wants them. What else do we have here? 
the wall is actually 3,000 miles of AMAX. Oh my God. Now that would be an, that would be an immigration crisis. If all of a sudden, oh my God, the wall was just a guy who backed up. <laughs> just a swinging door. I heard Mick Foley can play goalie. Uh, he was a good lacrosse goalie in his day, wasn't he? Hexy got fucked on the way in by Homer's moves and on the way out by the guy who set him up to fail. He was not set up to fail, man. He, he was in a bad position because Holmgren made a bunch of bad moves at the end of his tenure chasing something that they weren't going to get. And then he fixed it. And then he neglected the NHL product entirely until he just went out and signed JVR without really having a good fit for JVR. He didn't, he didn't do a single thing to improve the goaltending. He didn't do a single thing to improve the penalty kill. He didn't try to get a 3C. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I like Textall's plan, but he definitely had flaws. What you're seeing right now is the foundation laid by Ron Hextall. This is him. This is the team he assembled. He was here long enough that you can say this is his team. This is what he gave you. I, that's that's true. Like he got he took over in 2014. This is long enough. It's now 2019. This is what he gave you. Paul Holmgren had nothing to do with any of that shit while he was in charge. He dug out of the Holmgren hole and he did a great job in doing it. And the table is set for Chuck Fletcher to do a lot of good things. You can mirror what you did from 07 to 2011 and still not give away everything that Hextall gave you. You will still have a – you'll have young talent. You will have pitch. You will have cap space. And you can actually go out and acquire some really, really good players. You can have the best of both worlds. It's just like time to cash in some of these chips before they expire, you know? To be fair, it's not like there was a rock star goaltender that was available. I'm not talking about a rock star. I'm just talking about someone better than two injured guys. Two injured guys. You had a 33-year-old coming off multiple surgeries. He's still hurt. And you had Michael Neuvert, who is made of not even glass. Not even glass. I dropped a, I, I dropped a glass bottle in my kitchen the other day. It didn't break. So Michael Neuvert is made of less than glass. He's made of paper mache or something. I don't know. But I, he, he, he's, he's useless. And you knew what the situation was coming into this year. And you also knew Carter Hart was never going to make this team out of camp because you're Ron Hextall, you're Dave Hextall, and you just don't believe in it. It was never going to happen. So as much as I wanted to believe, oh, they're keeping a spot open for they're keeping a spot open for Hart, they weren't. They just chose to neglect the position just like they did the penalty kill, just like they did middle six center, all this stuff. Yeah, you expected more out of Patrick, and it's kind of just on Patrick that he hasn't taken more of a step forward. There's not much you can do. But what about behind him? Like, you really had all your eggs in the Jordan Wheel or Mikhail Vorobiev basket? Like, that's what you really – like, that's what you thought was going to be? I, I don't know, man. That just seems incorrect to me, personally. <laughs> Neuvert is allergic to ice. That could very well be true. If we splice Noivy and Elliot together, would they make one healthy goalie? Or would it just be a dead body? Think about that. You know, quarter of an inch the other way, you miss entirely. Noivy is ceramic. Do 
What just got off the ice? What did I miss? Absolutely nothing. You missed zero. Remember when we tried to justify Neuvert resigning as a ploy to get Vegas to select him in the expansion draft? I do believe there was something to protecting Stolarz more than anything, just because it was a guy whose development you had time invested in. They were trying to, and you didn't. You needed a goalie to, um, you needed a goalie to expose whether Vegas was going to take him or not. And the team was just done with Steve Mason, like it was just over with Mason. So you, that was your option at that time. Um, I don't hate it. I just wish they also had something else, like wave the guy, send him to the minors, and sign a better player. That's all. What's the price for Wayne Simmons? Is he worth a look for Nashville? I mean, everything's worth a look for Nashville because Nashville's window is right now. Uh, Nashville should mortgage everything to try to get it now because that's their window. Um, Laviolette's familiar with him, so you have that. Uh, he's coached him. Um, I, I don't know what the price is. I still know people who are demanding a first-round pick for Wayne Simmons. And while I believe <coughs> – excuse me. While I think that would be awesome, um, I don't believe it to be all that realistic at this point just because it's very obvious he's not 100%. Um, I, 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 he's probably in some form of decline at this point just given his – his age and position. Um, but my guess is he's kind of where Giroux and Ghost were when they were coming back from their surgeries. Uh, you know, you deal with the injury and then the recovery is a different thing and you can play with it and there's nothing you can do but wait. Um, I think uh, Simmons is still going to get something this offseason, but I think there's a real good, and I don't want to be the team that gives him anything. Uh, unless he takes like fourth line money, Wayne Simmons, you are a hell of a trooper. You're an all-time flyer. Thank you for your service. I greatly appreciate it. You entertained me through some very lean years of Flyers hockey. Uh, but from a team construction standpoint, doesn't make sense. Uh, I think there is a chance, given his recent level of play, that some team gets a bit of a bargain for Wayne Simmons because I expect him to be more productive next year, uh, a year removed from whatever is, you know, ailing him at this point. Um, you know, there's always obviously, especially with a guy like Simmons who makes his name uh, in puck battles and in front of the net, um, there's a high high chance of not just re-injury, but any injury. Um, but given his level of play, prior to this one kind of injury and like the multiple injuries he all suffered in a couple of weeks span last year, basically. Um, I, I think there's a chance a team gets him for a bit of a bargain and he becomes closer to what he was than what he is now. Do I think he's the slam dunk 30 goal guy anymore? Probably not. But if he is 25 goals and killing, you know, doing what he does on the power play, uh, and giving you, you know, useful third-line minutes, um, you'll probably – it'll probably be worth it for some team. I just I just don't think it makes sense here.
All right, guys. Um, that's about all the time we have for you tonight. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for joining me for yet another Flyers loss. Eight in a row, baby. Let's see if we can get to 10. Let's beat 10. Let's beat last year's winning streak. Let's lose out. All right, that's it. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Of course, we'll be live here, the whole crew, uh, on tomorrow. Ooh, battery is dying, and I still need to download this video. Um, Jesus, where's my charger? Here we go. Oh, Christ. That was a close call, fam. Uh, <laughs> would really hate to lose this. Uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for hanging out. We'll be back here live on the Facebook tomorrow with the whole crew doing BSH Radio. The audio will be up on the podcast feed shortly after that. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. I think we're on radio.com now. I don't even know how that works. Uh, but wherever you listen to podcasts, search Broad Street Hockey. There we are. Hit that subscribe button. Give us them good reviews. Thanks a lot. Have a great week, everybody. I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Baseball. Truly, it is awful. I'm Phillies writer Justin Clue. Join me every week, along with John Stolnes, Liz Rocher, and Dr. Trevor Strunk, as we discuss all the ways the Phillies have hurt us on our podcast, Hitting Season, as well as historical anecdotes and raw, emotional ramblings on our other shows, Continued Success and The Dirty Inning. Subscribe to The Good Fight, and you'll get conversations with insiders, analysis of breaking news, and stats. Stats! Stats! Together, we'll survive whatever baseball can throw at us. 